Welcome to the mandatory post-fight show. Remember, if you like the content, hit that like and subscribe button. And most importantly, follow us on our social media channels as well. We're at the mandatory TKO. The fight is a wrap. Jake Paul gets it done against Nate Diaz by unanimous decision. Let's take a look at the scorecards. 97 to 92. That's how one judge scored it. And the other two judges scored it 98 to 91 so of course um i thought those scorecards were a little bit too wide brian i had it scored uh six rounds to four in favor of jake um but i thought nate diaz definitely did some work and it's crazy like what were your thoughts on this fight <laughs> this stream is not gonna be a long one because 1 17 a.m on the east coast right now so if you were uh new york or anywhere on the east coast watching this fight man we were we were we were here for a while um look uh, shout out to logan paul who i fell asleep watching him during summertime because i was tired but he was fighting ricochet the first night uh the first fight of the night first match of the night and hopped on a plane and flew from detroit to dallas to watch this fight he was in attendance for that um this was just you know i mean this was entertaining i'll tell you that and that's that's the thing about this jake paul shit like He's a boxer. He's not a boxer, whatever. I know he's controversial, whatever, but he, he's entertaining. He's an entertaining, dude. His fights are entertaining. Uh, his fights seem to be very close. I thought this was not scored well, but like I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna like seriously break down this fight <laughs> from a super technical standpoint. It is what it is here. And um, I, I do think that Jake Paul, uh, you know, he's clearly got some skill. His conditioning isn't amazing. Um, but he's come a long way and he seems to get better each fight up until this one i felt like uh i felt like between this tommy fury and you know i don't i didn't see much improvement but you know nate diaz was stocked and slapping his way back into the fight this is ridiculous <laughs> and <laughs> it was just fun to watch like i can't really complain much i thought jake paul won it i thought it was a little closer than this i think i had it i don't remember if it was 96 93 or 95 94 it got really close there because nate yeah. diaz started to win some of those late rounds but again i'm I'm not going to break this down as if it were, you know, Terrence Crawford versus uh, Errol Spence Jr. last week. Yeah, of course. And by the way, uh, keep the comments coming. We will get to your comments uh, near and a little bit about in about 20 minutes or so. We are going to get to your comments and uh, by maybe the way, a little sooner. Not going to lie, because 20 minutes, we might be out of here. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie to you. We're also doing Amanda Serrano as well and Heather Hardy. So yes. that will have a real breakdown uh, yeah. <laughs> because uh, Jesus also um, will go to his comment right quick. Uh, he said, how can you do a live on fixed fights? Jake, whatever. Um, well, we're gonna do Amanda Serrano and Heather Hardy, um, yeah. and that was actually our main event, right? That yeah. we were excited about. But of course, um, they are the headliners, so we got to break it down a little bit. I'm yeah. not gonna get into the fight too much, um, but I did give four rounds to uh, Nate Diaz. I gave him the fourth, I gave him the sixth, I gave him the seventh, I gave him the eighth. Um, so I did give him four, four rounds. rounds. Yeah, and so I think you could have even argued to give him the ninth, but I that, thought Jake I gave him did nine. enough. Yeah, I thought I thought Jake did enough um, in the last two rounds. I gave him the last two rounds, but nonetheless, I think that it was it was entertaining. There were some parts of the fight, like early on, where I'm like, I don't even care for this fight. But Nate Diaz, entertaining as always. Jake Paul was entertaining, and that's the thing that kind of poses the question because we're not going to spend too much time on this, you guys. It's late there on the East Coast, as Brian said, yeah. but I think Jake Paul has gotten better um, in every fight. Um, before we would only talk about him having this right hand, but he was really showing off that left today. Uh, that left hook was landing and it looked really good. He does have power. 
does this fight though, Brian, to pose the question, make him more of like, I hate to say it, but like a real boxer? Do you think this is the fight where people are like, okay, we got to take him serious? Is he good enough for you to call him a club fighter? Is he at that level? I'm asking you. Know, you. you know, yeah. like I, that's that's kind of my I, I did the thing that you hate, which is answer a question with a question. Just realize that. Um, <laughs> look, I think with with Jake Paul, there's a couple of different things. One, I want to talk about what you said after the fight, also, which was very interesting. But yeah, I, I feel like he's getting a little better, but I still don't think I don't think he's gonna beat like a cruiserweight contender or even a cruiserweight like prospect or you know whatever. I think he he is where he is. Mm-hmm. He's gonna beat some of these MMA dudes. Uh, who are not boxers and, very, you know, just an entirely very dis- different discipline. And as long as he keeps doing these fights, people are going to watch, especially if he has Amanda Serrano as the co-feature. And you have H2O, who's on the undercard, who looks like he can be a legitimate prospect, uh, knocking out William Silva, which uh, a murderer from Puerto Rico, who's now in jail, uh, failed to do uh, when he was coming up uh, as a lightweight contender in boxing. Uh, we're gonna leave that there, and uh, I think with um, with the same guy, same guy. Dude. No, I know. It's just, let's, just, let's hurry this up, though. You know, it's, it's late. Yeah, 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 it's late. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, fine. Um, but I, I just think that with, with Jake Paul, like, listen, he's gonna fight, uh, or he wants to fight Nate Diaz in MMA now. PFL, ten million dollars. Sign me up to watch that. Yeah, I want to see that. how that. I want to see how that goes. I want to see some of the boxers in MMA because. You know, people are coming into this world and it's like, I want to see how Jake Paul does over there. And I don't imagine it's going to be extremely well, even though he does have heavy hands. But good luck uh, in five minute rounds in the octagon with with, uh, Nate Diaz's conditioning. So there's that. Yeah. And uh, the conditioning kind of came into play as well. You saw Nate Diaz be better in the later rounds. But nonetheless, I thought it was entertaining. It was kind of what I expected. I didn't expect much from this fight. And it kind of poses the question to see what's next for a guy like Jake Paul. Um, You mentioned in the post-fight interview, he did say he would be interested in fighting Tommy Fury again. That's a fight that I would be interested in seeing again. Um, But other than that, like what boxer would he face? Right? I want him to fight fight KSI. To get those two dudes to fight each other. Yeah, which would do well. Tommy Fury in October. I can't believe I'm talking about this shit. KSI is fighting Tommy Fury in October. And I'm like, yeah, Jake Paul should just fight KSI or Tommy Fury after or both, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what we might possibly see. I think Tommy Fury is more possible. Um, That one got a lot of hype and uh, they made a lot of paper. That's the one thing. Uh, Nate Diaz made bread in this fight. So good for him. Um, If you have any more comments on Jake Paul and Nate Diaz, (laughs) drop them because we are going to move forward now. Brian, any final thoughts before we move over to the fight that we were really hype about, Serrano and Hardy? Uh, My closing thoughts are, listen, I I was resistant to the whole Jake Paul thing, but I watched the fights because I feel like you just kind of have to at this point. I mean, you don't have to, but if you're covering the sport, hard to ignore. And uh, they are entertaining. They are interesting. And Nate Diaz, magnetic personality. And if they get it on again in MMA, PFL, they have the ESPN deal. That's going to be heavily promoted. MMA rules. I'm going to watch the shit out of that. Yeah. And uh, by the way, we are going to get to your comments in about 15 minutes or so. So make sure to drop them if you have any questions or any thoughts about the fight. And we got some good comments already from some of our regulars. Uh, shout out to Jesus, IMPK13, El Pinche. Um, we appreciate you guys, of course, always bringing <laughs> the heat. All right. Let's move over to the fight that we were hype about. Uh, the rematch with Amanda Serrano and Heather Hardy, too. Um, this is what we expected. We thought that Amanda Serrano would obviously win this fight, but Heather Hardy, all heart. 
um, at Friend the end. Of the show. Yeah, also. by the way, if you haven't checked out that interview, <laughs> you can go back and uh, check it out because it's a great interview. Heather gave us some time there. And, you know, I thought the embrace at the end was like one of the best parts of tonight. And I hate to be like one of those people like, oh, that really touched my heart. But it really did. Like <laughs> I was really messing with that part just because they went through so much. And Heather talked about it on our show um, when she came on. And, you know, these women weren't making money. And that's another thing. Like, let's give a nod a little bit to Jake Paul, because the platform that he built, like we obviously were always fans of Amanda Serrano. But now people that don't even really watch boxing. I know a lot of my friends like know Amanda Serrano that didn't know her before. And a lot of that has to do with the platform that Jake Paul built. So, you know, I'm not going to lie and sit here and say that I was a fan. I never was. But I love what he did for the sport. And, you know, I got to give him props for that. I can't be mad at someone trying to get a bag, but your thoughts on uh, Serrano and Hardy too. I mean, he's got a real promotional company that you have to recognize with Amanda Serrano being at the forefront of it, who, as I just posted a video on our YouTube shorts feed, could be argued as the best pound for pound women's boxer of all time. Uh, if you really look in totality at her accomplishments and winning more titles than anyone in, in terms of different weight classes and things of that nature, and just, you know, the list of people she's fought and beat, I would argue that she'd be Katie Taylor. We could have the discussion yeah, another six time. Yeah, 6-4, that's how I scored it, but yeah. But as far, as far as the uh, Heather Hardy piece of it, like, she beat Heather Hardy, Hanley, Heather Hardy, as expected, was not going to lie down. I thought it was ridiculous that the sports books had her minus 130 uh to be knocked out by amanda serrano i was like that's not gonna happen we got close yeah. a couple times but that was not gonna happen heather hardy's too tough and amanda serrano just hasn't been finishing at the same rate the thing is though and i, I pointed this out to you as we were watching the fight amanda serrano's last six or seven opponents none of them have been stopped before and she did stop miriam gutierrez but she hasn't stopped anyone since early 2021 but no one else has either in, in those uh, regarding those opponents um, the last person that she fought that had been previously stopped was Diana Santana. And she stopped her again because they fought again before that. So I think uh, Serrano is still a big puncher, but she's just fighting tougher competition. She is also getting a little bit older. Mm -hmm. And, you know, featherweight division, Heather Hardy is not a small featherweight, right? Like she could take a punch. She's tough. She's never been stopped before. And I don't think that, you know, as the competition continues to get better that she's seeing, I don't think she's going to be stopping a whole lot of people. And that's okay. As long as you yeah. get the wins, um, you know, we'll talk later or in a couple minutes really about what a potential matchup with her and Alicia Baumgartner could look like. But I thought, I thought this fight was pretty much what I expected. Yeah. For me, uh, it went exactly how I expected. I didn't think Serrano would get the knockout only because Heather is so tough. And when we talked to her during the fight, like her confidence was through the roof. So right then and there, I was like, you know, there's no way Heather's going to get knocked out in this fight, especially if that was her last fight. Um, she's not going to go out like that just because that's how tough she is. Like she's built different. She's cut from that cloth. Um, but Amanda Serrano, like right away, she is just, she was landing the clean shots. She was, the speed was way too much, yo. The speed difference, um, you know, the way that Amanda walks you down. She is so skilled. Um, it was just a great effort by Heather Hardy. Like she was countering, but you can't really do much against Amanda Serrano when you're that skilled and that elite. Um, you know, Amanda is obviously like Brian said, you could argue pound for pound right now. Number one on that woman's list, or even just in boxing in general, like let's keep it real. I hate keeping Amanda just on the woman's list. Um, and I talked about this when we made our pound for pound list. Um, you know, I think some women should have been on, on that, on that list, but of course UFC does that boxing, not so much. Um, but Amanda to me is like, it's bigger than just women's boxing. 
like she is a face of boxing and she should get credit for it. So um, tonight was a great display of how amazing and elite she is in this sport. And I mean, she did work against Heather. I gave Heather two rounds in that bout. And I mean, the performance that Amanda put on, it's hard to pick someone to beat her. And so let's just get right into that conversation. I'm going to pull up IMPK13's comment because, you know, we're going to get into this because Alicia Baumgartner uh, was on that broadcast and, you know, was uh, talking that talk. Um, and IMPK13 says, I'm starting to question Serrano's big puncher reputation. At least she didn't gas late in this fight. I would not favor her against Baumgartner. You know what, IMPK13? I would still take Serrano um, in that fight. I would have her win by decision. Like that's my early pick for that fight. Just because I think Amanda has the speed. She has the high IQ. And sometimes Alicia Baumgartner um, can be a little bit flat footed. Like Amanda Serrano moves around the ring a little bit better. Uh, cuts off the ring really well. So that's why I'd give her the edge. But of course, Baumgartner has a chance. She is the younger fighter. Uh, she does have pop as well. You know, we've seen her um, have a ridiculous knockout as well <laughs> with that. Uh, who was it that she knocked out with that? Like the girl was standing up. Who was, I keep forgetting your name. Terry Harper. Yeah, Terry if Harper. We're, if we're being honest, it's really the only knockout she's had of note. Like yeah. if you if you go through her resume and she has this big puncher reputation, but now at this point, she's had 16 career fights, seven stoppages. And she just knocked out Terry Harper, which she kind of just called her. And that was the end of it. And that's really it. Don't get me wrong, like she has power, but I think she was, she was, and you know, she should be confident. She was talking in the fight because she was commentating on it mm -hmm. as if she was going to box circles around Amanda Serrano, being like, oh, she doesn't move her head. She doesn't do this defensively, this, that, and the third. And it's like, we've seen Alicia Baumgartner in trouble. And she was yeah. tweeting during the fight, Amanda needs to put her away. And uh, uh, defensively, Alicia, Alicia defensively, Baumgartner hasn't gotten a stoppage in a while. And she also like hardly beat Michaela Mayer who I would say is good, obviously, but I think Alicia Baumgartner should have won that fight by more, even though she was going in as an underdog, which I didn't understand. I thought she was going to yeah. win that fight. But it was a split decision, and there were times where you could question her conditioning in that fight. So I think I think when the odds come out, if that fight gets made, I think Amanda Serrano, um, based on body of work, reputation, and honestly how dominant she's still been throughout her career, is going to be the favorite might even be like a two to one favorite. Like, I think she's going to be a favorite in that fight. I would guess minus 225 or something along those lines. And I don't think there's going to be a knockout in that fight. I would favor Serrano to win by points because it's one thing to say, hey, you're going to box and do all these different things and give Serrano different looks. But the way Serrano cuts off the ring and pressures you, like none of that shit's going to matter. And at the end of the day, these are 10 two-minute rounds. Like, yeah. good luck trying to keep her off you for that amount of time. And in that fight, it's like Baumgartner really has to have her, let her hands go in that fight. If you're going to be fighting Amanda Serrano, whose work rate is crazy, like Alicia can't be that conservative in that fight. Like we saw her be a little bit conservative in that Michaela Mayer fight um, at times, but she can't do that against Amanda Serrano because, you know, Serrano's going to be coming for you. Um, any final thoughts, Brian, before we get to the comments, of course, um, on Amanda Serrano and Heather Hardy, uh, what do you think is next for Serrano other than Alicia Baumgartner? Like, do you want to see that Katie Taylor rematch? Yeah, but Katie Taylor's fighting Chantel Cameron later this year. So yeah, it doesn't right. look like I mean, I don't I actually don't expect uh, Amanda Serrano or Alicia Baumgartner to fight again this year because they've already fought twice this year. So I think if they make that fight, that's something that gets announced 
sometime in the fall as early 2024 or something along those lines. If we get it before the end of the year, that'd be great. Yeah. You know, I'll sign up for that because I think that's going to be that's going to be Serrano in terms of betting, <laughs> betting lines. That's the closest fight she's going to have since the Katie Taylor one. And Katie Taylor is going to try Chantel Cameron again. Supposedly, that's going to be in Ireland again. That which... was a good fight, though. I, I like that fight. I remember I was on the road watching that. Um, yeah. And, and I think I think in terms of biggest fights you could make right now, Serrano versus Baumgartner, Massive. men or women, doesn't matter. That's going to be on that list of biggest fights of the year whenever that does happen. Like That's a, that's a monster fight uh, regardless of weight, though I imagine Serrano will probably move up to super featherweight to try to get Alicia's uh, undisputed championship and she'd be the A-side and all that. Yeah, I think that's the fight to make right now in boxing for Amanda Serrano because we know what's going on with Katie Taylor and Chantel Cameron. Uh, they are running it back, but that is a fight that I think a lot of people are, are probably going to have. Like Serrano is like a small favorite, but she's not going to be a massive favorite against Alicia. No. So I think that yeah. is probably one of the most interesting things coming out of this fight. Uh, remember, we do want um, you to drop your comments. If you haven't already hit that subscribe button, make sure that you do. We're at the mandatory TKO. And um, of course, if you like the video, hit that like and subscribe button because it helps the channel grow. All right, let's get to um, some of these comments here as well. I got to go to my boy, uh, El Pinche, because he's always bringing heat as well. Uh, he said, this was a clown show. So I'm guessing <laughs> not a fan of Jake Paul, I know a lot of people don't rock with him, um, <laughs> but I do appreciate him, like his businessman qualities. You know what I mean? Um, because like, I think what he has done, he's brought a lot more eyes to this sport that wouldn't naturally be watching fights like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and the purists are, are not going to like that. But Trust it, me, you know, I was it, one of those purists. I was one of those people that was against it 100%. But now I find myself like watching it. And I'm like, what am I, you know, this is this, this is, this is what happens. Right. I mean, I, again, it's, it's okay to like, uh, it's okay to, to, to not like it, but I do think it's something that's hard to ignore, especially when it's not like the misfits. I feel like the misfits are easier to ignore because they're straight up just not boxers or whatever. Where Jake, whereas Jake Paul has Amanda Serrano on his roster, has H2O on his roster. We got a comment about him. Who's, he looks sensational knocking out William Silva. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there are legitimate guys on the roster. I assume he's going to get more. So we'll see. And, and I think uh, regarding the, the clown show comment about uh, the Jake Paul thing. I mean, look, th th it, was, it was funny. It was definitely funny. I, I'm here for the jokes more than anything else. Uh, you yeah. know, it's a, not. So we love the jokes. We love the jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just I just want like I just want to have fun more than anything else. And that was fun. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, this is a good comment by IMPK13. He says, uh, Alicia Baumgartner has uh, gas tank issues as well. Yeah, she does gas out a little bit. So conditioning is going to be a thing. That is the fight to make. And I think you could go either way. Like, I think if people picked Serrano, people wouldn't be mad. And if people went with Alicia, um, they wouldn't be mad. I think it's like a 60-40 fight, though. I don't think yeah. it's like a true 50-50 fight. Well, this is what I thought about Tank and Ryan, and uh, I thought I thought Crawford Spence was 50-50, but also kind oh. of 50, 55 <laughs> yeah. 45 going into it. Um, but I think I think no, I think Serrano uh, wins that fight by decision, and I think both of them are gonna have moments. I think Alicia, um, she I think she thinks she's gonna figure out Amanda Serrano easier than she actually is going to. And again, I said this about Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford. Errol Spence or, or 
Yeah, no, Terrence Crawford being able to figure out Errol Spence is one thing, but being able to withstand it is another. He was able mm-hmm. to navigate that with flying colors. <laughs> now we'll have to see if uh, Alicia Baumgartner is going to do the same thing with Amanda Serrano because it's one thing to know, okay, she does this, that, and the third. I should be able to do this, whatever. But it's like, we'll see. Oh, Jesus with the question. Hold on. We yeah, got to get to this one. We got to get to this one. Will you do live for Valdez Navarrete? Uh, after after and before. Ooh, you know what? Um, Jesus, I'm actually Brian knows how hype I am for that fight. Yeah. Like, I actually was like, yo, let me like think. I was thinking about going to Glendale for that flight. Because yeah. I was like, I really want to see it. I think it's gonna be dope. Oscar Valdez is one of my favorite boxers. Um love Navarrete yeah. also. I, love, I know I that's love a good that fight. fight. That's so a good fight, Listen, dude. If y'all want us to do a live yeah. for that fight, we'll do a live for that fight. Because we've been talking about it. should we do it now? Anthony Joshua might not fight Dillian White. What's gonna happen? There? I'm not gonna you lie, know? this fight with Valdez and Navarrete is way better than whatever the hell we were gonna see with Joshua <laughs> and Dillian White. Like, I do not I'm so happy that fight is canceled, actually. I did not care. I saw it in the morning at like 4 a.m. And I was like, I'm going to send this to Brian. This um, is a good point for IMPK 13. I did see this. Uh, Hyunmi Choi, who uh, was a champion of recess for the WBA. Um, I, I do think that they're supposed to come to terms on a, on a fight with Baumgartner. Because mm-hmm. um, that was supposed to happen before. And then Choi was not going to fight. She hasn't fought in a while. I don't know. That's sort of the lingering thing here. I feel like if Baumgartner ends up having to take this fight in the meantime, Maybe Serrano waits for Baumgartner, or maybe she takes a stay-busy fight. Who knows? Um, so that's an interesting little wrinkle there. Um, yeah. What else do we have in the chat? Feel free to leave comments. We're only going to be here for a few more minutes because it is 1.40 a.m. on the East Coast. <laughs> and Chantel, even though it's not early, I mean, even though it's not late over there, she has to get up early because we both got work tomorrow. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, what else do we have here? Tyrone <laughs> is checking in. Tyrone, Nate Diaz is funny. Yeah. Yeah, and look, this is all I care about, Tyrone. I just I, I want to laugh, be insightful, go high, low really well. You know what I mean? And Nate Diaz uh, helped helped us accomplish that because he was hilarious. He was stocked and slapping his way into making this a relatively close boxing match, at least until the judges actually scored the fight. Yeah. Um, also, we have another one. Uh, you should answer this one because I know um, I know you have mm. a lot of thoughts on this, Brian. Uh, we had a conversation about this one morning. Any thoughts of White failing a drug test? What, what are your thoughts on that? All I'm going to say is the last guy that was going to fight Anthony Joshua and failed the drug test, his replacement came in and knocked him out. Because Jarrell Miller, you messed up the bag, sir. And then Andy Ruiz came in and changed his life on six weeks' notice. Well, guess what? Andy Ruiz has now officially called out Anthony Mm -hmm. Joshua on social media. And let me tell you, that's a fight that I would want to see. I want to see Andy Ruiz against the top heavyweights in that division. I am actually, I think he's a top five heavyweight um so we made we, our list right i had him like right outside of it i think um but yeah i really think that ruiz fight with aj i'm down to see it let's make a trilogy fight let's make it let's do um, it and I, I, I i think i pick i think i'd pick ruiz to win i hate to say it that speed on yes. short notice again yo Listen. honestly like because yo he is in the zone right now you see how good andy ruiz looks right now like he's waiting for that fight if we're not gonna get wilder and we're not gonna get ruiz Give me Anthony Joshua and Ruiz. That's a fight I'd be hype about. Not Anthony Joshua and Dillian White. I wonder if Derek James is going to have Anthony Joshua try to be less bulky for this fight. Because something I noted ahead of the Jermaine Franklin fight. Mm. And this is why I think it went to the cards. As we both, you had him, I had the over and you had Anthony Joshua by decision. So we both banked on that. Because they thought it was going to be under. And I was like, no, Jermaine Franklin is tough. And Anthony Joshua weighed in way too heavy. 
who's very yeah. heavy for that fight. So I wonder if he's going to try to slim down for that because he was way too heavy against Andy Ruiz the first time, and Andy Ruiz's speed just bit him in the ass. Um, Anthony Beck, shout out to you. You are back, sir. <laughs> LOL, at least Nate Diaz survived 10 rounds barely. Listen, uh, Chantel picked the decision. I almost did. I almost did, and I should have. He's too um, tough. Um, but I was going to say, Anthony, I yeah. actually gave him four rounds. So let us know how you scored it. Yeah, uh, yeah. How many rounds did you give to Jake? How many rounds did you get to, to Nate? Because I gave Nate four rounds. So that's actually a pretty close fight. Um, I didn't have Jake like dominating him like that 98-91 scorecard or nothing Me like neither. that. But, but if you guys want to circle back, if you guys want the live after Navarrete versus uh, Oscar Valdez, we're we're thinking about doing it, especially because the week after there's probably there's not going to be anything to go live yeah. about. Then the week after that, not sure we're going to do Alexander Usyk versus Danny Dubois. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we- that's that's exciting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't care about that. Fight. I know what Usyk's going to do. I don't mind seeing Usyk yeah. putting on a beautiful performance, but I don't think that's a fight where we're like, yo, let's hop on a live and let's break it down. You know what we, I mean? We might not because the whole live is going to be like, okay, so when do we get Usyk versus Tyson Fury? Exactly. Um, <laughs> we're going to stay on for five more minutes, so make sure to drop uh, your comments. Uh, Brian, before we get out of here, I want to ask you a question too. Okay, mm. so going back to Jake Paul and everything that Jake Paul kind of built, like he's, you always hear it in the interviews, like you can do whatever you want and all of this stuff. But if you had a chance to be a boxer right now, Right, like you could turn into a boxer, um, and you could fight anyone that you you wanted to. Um, you could have whoever you wanted in your corner. Number one, would you do it? Who would you have as your trainer? And what oh. would be your walkout song? And oh, what would be your style? That's what I want to know. Well, the walkout song is intro by DMX. That's yeah, that's for started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the walkout song is DMX. Um, who I would have to. So I walk around at around one fifty. <laughs> High 140s, low 150s, probably high 140s now because I, I got a little more tone. So I would say I would have to fight at lightweight. Astrid's and... before. He's <laughs> Astrid's like he deaf would. Thanks for hopping on him, by the way, Astrid, our biggest uh... supporter. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'd probably have to fight at lightweight. In terms of my trainer, um first of all, you're gonna be in my corner. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I was giving uh, good advice during a yo, Kevin yo, Hardy's fight. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Due to myself, of course. I need, <laughs> I need, I need someone else as the head trainer. I don't know. You'll, you'll definitely have to be in the corner. Um, Asher will be there also, but I feel like she'd be in the crowd. You'd be actually like in the ring. Um, let me see. And in terms of who I'd fight, I don't like that part of the question. Okay, uh, just skip that question. Yeah, that's, yeah, not, that's yeah. not a good question. You know what, what, what else was I supposed to answer? Um, what would be your style? Oh, uh, I would, I mean, even now, like when I go train and stuff, like I try to be more technical. Um, I put an emphasis on defense. So there's some level of counter punching there, but like, I'm also, I don't have the longest arms, not to say I don't have T-Rex arms, but I don't have super long arms. So I'm not going to be able to hit you from range or whatever. It's just being able to get in and out quickly. So just fundamentally sound all the way around, not excellent at anything in particular. (laughs) I would kill that. Not excellent at one thing. I don't. I also don't think I'd be a big knockout puncher. I think I'd be outboxing people by decision. Okay. Um. And I, I. But but I know that I would have to talk a lot of smack in order to get the viewers or whatever. And I'm wearing a Puerto Rican flag every single fight. Of course you are. Every, every single fight on the truck. You know what I mean. But you know, like bring, bring that bring, body punching as well. Yeah. Um, oh, who'd yeah. You, who's gonna be your trainer? Who would you have as your trainer? Like um, if you could pick anybody, you can pick anybody. It doesn't have to be a big name. Man. Shout out to Cool Ken, by the way. Um, 
That's nice. That's nice. He, he said that in one of my Instagram videos where I was boxing. He's like, "Yo, could I bet on you for your next fight? Who should be? Who would be my trainer for this? Who would actually be? Throw some names at me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I used to like. Um, I used to like Abel Sanchez when he was training G uh, Triple G. This is a dope a comment though. Um, Anthony Beck. Uh, I would have Floyd Money Mayweather's team train me. Chantel in my corner. That's thank you. And yes. my walkout song would be uh, 95 South by J Cole. That's hard. I like that. That's dope. I love that. Um, yeah, other people should answer this too. Y'all should yeah. answer this question. You guys should answer it. It's, it's a good question, right? I'm not, and IMPK, I'm not fighting Garcia for the influential title. I don't <laughs> care if it's Ryan, Danny, Mikey. I don't want none of the Garcias, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> none of them. Nada. Yeah. No, it's a good question. I just thought, you know, I'd ask you, uh, see what you thought. Oh, I love, I like this one. Uh, Jesus, Calvin Ford train you. Calvin Ford. That'd be, be interesting. I respect the hell out of Calvin Ford. Like yeah. a ton. Uh, that would be great. Calvin Ford. I'm trying to think. Derek James is, is I feel like there's too standard of an There's answer. too many people in his camp now. Yeah, He's yeah. not going to be able to focus on you. You know yeah, what I'm right. saying? <laughs> <laughs> right? You want someone that can focus on you. Can I get Ann Wolf? What's she doing these days? Oh, she's, no. She's nuts. Um, Ann Wolf is nuts. <laughs> All right, any final thoughts before we get Oh, up? here we go. This is okay. the answer. Cool Ken, Paul Heyman. There you go. There we go. That's the answer. Do people know who Paul Heyman is? Paul, <laughs> Heyman, Paul Heyman is the answer. The greatest wrestling manager of all time. That's the guy. I don't even need. I don't need. Chantel, you give me the strategy. Paul Heyman just going to be there to motivate me. Tell me how amazing I am. Tell me how much my opponent sucks and promo my way to a WBC championship. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, that's what I'm saying. It's a good question, man. It's a good fantasy question. So if anyone's watching, uh, let us know uh, your thoughts. Um, you know, how would you, who would, who would you want your trainer to be? Uh, yeah. What your style would be and what would be your walkout song? Great song. question. Absolutely great question. I was thinking about what it. Was it what was your answers to these? To these oh, okay. So wait, IMPK, Hate Me Now. You're talking yes. about the Nas song, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Teddy Atlas. Ooh, I like this. Uh, style Slick Boxer. All right, I'm I'm with that. Um, yeah, by the way, Jesus Chantel, how tall are you? Not very tall, Jesus. You <laughs> 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 need to know, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um, I do want to say, okay, so I would probably uh, my style would obviously be like Mexican style boxing because Brian knows that is my style. Like come not, forward, not aggressive. much defense. Yeah, no, not so, and not much defense at all. Chantel's um, there to be hit. <laughs> And even when I sparred, that that was my style, right? Like, come forward, yeah. fighter. Uh, yeah. That's my favorite style, Mexican style. Um, not very smart, but entertaining. Um, and you got to have pop, <laughs> right? And you, and you got to have pop. My song would be uh, DMX, Get At Me, Dog. Okay, um, so we both that, have DMX songs. You have that's to. Great. Or I would go with, like, Little Kim, Queen Bitch, because that's a hard song, too. Um, All right. Yeah, that's a good song. Okay. okay. You would yeah, that's that's hard. That song is hard. Um that was a left trainer, turn that I wasn't expecting, but okay. I know, I'm just saying. And then my trainer would be, I would keep it local a little bit. And I would be like, I'd go with Tony Pep, who of course fought Floyd Money Mayweather mm. back in the day. He's a local guy from Vancouver. Um, so Tony Pep is like he's a legend out here in Vancouver. So I'd I'd go with him. Um, yeah, I wouldn't take like this crazy trainer, I'd keep it local, you know. Yeah, I might go Teddy Atlas also, being a New York guy. I feel like that would make a lot of sense. Any, about it more. any oh this is a this is kind of an interesting one mateo uh, an og of course a friend of the show uh absolutely in time, yeah in my time of dying by led zeppelin would be my walkout you gotta get you hype right you gotta i have a, i have a couple weirdo songs i would take like i would take um 
what's this Metallica song that I love? If you don't uh, know it, <laughs> it's just no. yelling on a mic. Like Metallica whom, yelling is different. Like Metallica, just... Metallica, for whom the bell tolls is a good Metallica song I could use. Answer Sandman's too easy. Um, whatever I may roam, that's the song I was. Jesus on fire. Yes, I would. Yes. Fernando and the Vargas, the Vargas family. Yes, come on, like that's okay. an easy. Onyx song for me. I didn't know Astrid was built like this. I like it. <laughs> Astrid, Astrid knows all the words to uh, uh, throw your guns in the air. And you, if you came out to slam though, Brian can be in the back with his handles doing your walkout. I, I don't like slam like that. I like throw your guns more. You guys never played it for basketball like before the game. Uh, our DJ. I'll, I'll, that's another story for another day. We that's, can't do this. I, uh, okay, yeah, exactly. We, we um, had a we had a white Maspeth DJ who you know we would work out to like bullshit until I would kick him off and be like, listen, we gotta like we gotta clean this up here. I need some hip hop. Can't be working out to house music before losing by fifteen points. Okay. I feel that. I feel that. All right. Um, final thoughts before we get up and out of here, Brian, on Jake Paul beating Nate Diaz and Amanda Serrano once again solidifying herself as uh, not only one of the best women boxers in the world, but just one of the best boxers in the world right now. In closing, um, Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz MMA rules. I will be there. Absolutely. One thousand percent. And I hope that they put that in New York because I will go if that's the case. Um, and regarding Amanda Serrano, I think she has a case for pound for pound best of all time. Mm -hmm. Um, any woman who's ever taken the, the ring, I don't, I don't want to say like of only women, whatever the case may be, because pound for pound, you could have that conversation, whatever, but you get what I'm saying too. Um, and the fight with her to make is Alicia Baumgartner versus Amanda Serrano. That's the one we need. Hopefully it's late this year, early 2024, I would say. And, uh, Yeah. Uh, thank you all for watching. And live, Navarrete versus Valdez, we, we may do it. We may do it. So if we, if, if y'all are going to be here, we're planning on doing that. That fight is going to be on ESPN, too. So easy watch. And we yeah, can hop for right you. On. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be I'll be looking for that. Uh, but I will say before we get up out of here, we got to go to some of our OGs. Uh, Tyrone the Great, um, a friend of the show. He would go with uh, Terrence Crawford's camp. So, of course, Bomac as well. Boxer Puncher, Allure by Jay-Z. I'm feeling that. That mm -hmm. is all three. I like that. Also, Tyrone uh, also mentioned Amanda is not beating the bomb. That's actually a very good comment because I think both Brian and I would lean towards giving the edge to Amanda. Mm -hmm. um, and with my final thoughts before we get up, up and out of here, um, I wasn't a big fan of Jake Paul early on. And I said I wouldn't watch any of his fights. I've watched pretty much all of them, <laughs> even though I said I wouldn't. And um, as much as I'm not a fan of like his antics and stuff, I do like what he's done for like women's boxing. I like how he's getting boxers paid. And I do like the fact that his promotional company is also featuring um, other fighters that are coming up. Like he has, um, you know, a deal with DAZN uh, as well, where they're featuring other boxers. So in that sense, like I kind of rock with Jake Paul because he gets boxers the bag and he gets, you know, he gets the bag. Like, like I can't be mad at that. I can't hate on someone getting paper. And uh Nate Diaz won four rounds, though, so that wasn't an easy fight for him. As for Amanda Serrano, I believe she is a face of boxing, if not one of the faces. Like, mm -hmm. there's no doubt about it. She, it's bigger than just women's boxing. It's boxing. When you think about Amanda Serrano, it's not having women's boxing. It's boxing. Like, you got to put her up there with, like, Bud Crawford, um, Alexander Usyk. Um, you know, She's in a more way, of a face than Alexander Usyk, at least yeah. here. No, I'm talking about like the top three, which would be yeah, Bud, yeah, yeah, yeah. in a way, Alexander Usyk, 
And like, you have to throw Amanda Serrato in there. She's one of the most popular boxers right now. And Jake Paul is part to thank for that. <laughs> Unfortunately, like over the last couple of years, like that has helped. But she, in terms of pop, just pure popularity and recognizable boxers, she is up there. And you're not naming a like too many people until you get to the name of Amanda Serrano. And that's just where we are right now. You're not naming too many until you get to Alicia Baumgartner either, which is why I think this is a fight that needs to happen. For sure, for sure. All right, well, once again, we want to say thank you so much for rocking out with us. If you want the Valdez Navarrete post-fight show, drop some comments below. Uh, most importantly, though, thank you for everyone that came out tonight. We continue to appreciate your support, and we'll be back with some more boxing content. If you haven't already checked out, go check out the Heather Hardy interview, and Richard Torres is also, I believe, fighting on that Navarrete Valdez card. Mm, um, starting so, soon, yeah. Yeah, Um. so is it on that card, or is it later on? No, I think you're right. Um, yeah, so we have an interview with him as well. So if you haven't checked that out, go peep that. And uh, yeah, make sure to su subscribe to the show. Hit that like and subscribe button and follow us at The Mandatory TKO.